Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports and it when and he can. It's Mike Francis on. From the studios of WFN, this is Mike Son, Francesca on the fan on what has become obviously a very, very busy Thursday, the third day of October. Tomorrow we'll be at the stadium as we will uh, finally get the Yankees on the field. It seems like a long time waiting for them to get on the field. The NLCS today after Tampa's win. Tampa owner will join us at 4 o'clock, just about the smartest owner in baseball. By far gets more out of less than any ma- any any franchise in all the sports. As you saw again last night, and the Rays are playing again. And remarkable, remarkable what they are able to do. Uh, so we'll talk to him uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk to Aaron Boone in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, the Mets make news in, in the postseason the way they usually do, by firing somebody, uh, and that's what they did today uh, as they uh, decided to go without Mickey Calloway as they move forward. Um, I told you I thought it was 60-40. I think Mickey had gained some sentiment. The feeling I got was that he hadn't gained enough. That's why I said it was 60-40. The question was if they were going to go for a new manager, which I think they still want. I do not think they're going to go the Joe Girardi route. You can forget Buck Showalter. Um, I don't think they want to hire a proven winner. I think they want their own guy. I think they want a younger guy. I think they want a new guy. Okay, that's the that's the feeling I get. I don't know that, and uh, you know, and it's a lot of Joes. And I tell you, Joe Espada could be blocking Girardi in one of these jobs. Uh, you know, everyone thinking now Joe Girardi, either the Cubs or the Mets, Espada might be ahead of him in both spots. I wouldn't rule out Joe McEwing. I've heard his name. Carlos Belchin, I do not hear as much for the Mets as everyone thinks because that was more a Yankee thing than a Mets thing. So I, I don't hear that name that much. I do hear uh, Espada. I do hear McEwing. Girardi is always mentioned, uh, but I think it's me and other people in the media mentioning Girardi more than anybody else is mentioning Girardi. So, again, uh, he's a very safe pick, but not a cheap pick. Uh, he is the lesser of the... Guys who are proven but have some stature out there. Sosha is not going to get a job, I don't believe. Buck's not going to get a job, I don't believe. Girardi could get a job. He's he's less of those three as far as temperament, uh, but he brings the same kind of uh, gravitas that they bring. He's the right choice for this job. That doesn't mean he gets the job. He is the guy that they should go with now. When I was asked the other day by someone in their organization what I thought, I said, listen, I have nothing against Mickey, but if you ask me, I would move on from Mickey and I'd go get Girardi. Um, 
I don't know how much support Girardi has in the organization. I also think they might want someone who is what they feel more of the next generation. This idea of the new guy who fits in, who listens to the analytics, who listens to the uh, front office, uh, who is beholding to the front office, which is what they want, uh, and also their guy. You know, if you're Brody, Joe Girardi's not your guy. He's been there, done that. He's already won. He's a big star. He's the biggest star in Brody is by far. So he's not your guy. And he eclipses your star, which, you, you know, you can think that doesn't play a part in this, but it easily can. It easily can. And if he brings in a guy who's just some ordinary Joe, who doesn't, who's never been a manager, well, that guy, they're doing it together. It's Brody. Every time we talk Mickey, we always talk Brody. When we talk Yankee managers, we don't always talk cash. We do now more than we used to, but we used to talk manager. When you talk to old managers, you talk manager. You didn't talk general manager. Now you wind up talking general manager as much as anything else because they've become such decision makers. And that's how they want it. That's how they like it. And that's what these guys want now because they want that happy marriage. They want a guy who can get along with the players, talk the players' language, but also talk the language of analytics. And I'm not saying Joe doesn't do that, Gerardi. He does, but remember, he's been there, done that. He's not young. He's not young by, by their standards. He also has been a Yankee manager for a long time and a very successful one. You know, he was with the Yankees for a long time, won a World Series with the Yankees. So it's not like they're going to do something together You'd be bringing in a guy who's already won a championship with the New York Yankees. That's a, that, that, that with the Mets is not a positive, I don't think. From their standpoint. I wouldn't rule them out, but I, 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 don't, I, I don't make them a favor by any stretch. Am I surprised Mickey's gone? No. Like I said, I made it 60-40 that he would be gone. Uh, I wouldn't have been, would I have been stunned if he stayed? I wouldn't have been stunned. Would not have been, I wouldn't have been stunned either way. I, I think Mickey had at least made it a conversation. And, I mean, middle of the season, he was done. But the team did play well. The team did have a lot of guys flourish. It did play strong down the stretch. It did win a bunch of games. It did show some fight. It did put some enthusiasm in the building. The young players like him. So there was a, there was a reason to discuss his candidacy. But I think, I don't think the guys who wanted him out ever got back to the point where they were comfortable that he was the guy going forward. And that included Brody. I think it included Omar. I don't know how the Wilpons felt. I do not know. I heard Ron Darling even come out and say yesterday he thought Brody should be gone. And, you know, Ron's got to carry weight in the organization, absolutely. And Ron did say that yesterday. And that was a pretty strong statement. He said he thought he'd be back, but he said he also should be gone. And I, I have to tell you, I felt the same way. I liked Mickey. I did. I think he's a good guy. He was a very easy guy to get along with. He was a very nice guy, uh, easy guy to root for. But push come to shove, I thought they needed to make the change if they wanted to grow from here. And that's where they are. And those here who were into the Mets stealing the back page from the Yankees. You know, get past that stuff. The Mets are on a timetable here because they're competing for the same people. First of all, Mickey wanted to know in the worst way. He wanted to know this week. He was pushing them to know. 
That I know for a fact. He wanted to know immediately. I had heard three days ago it would be Thursday, at the, at the, uh, Thursday uh, Friday at the latest. So I, I said that to you yesterday. So that's not a shock. And it wasn't to upstage the Yankees in any way. Uh, listen, they have to compete for the same people. They're competing with other teams for these same candidates. It's no secret that Joe Spot is on everybody's list. There's no secret that he's on every list. There's always that hot guy. He's that hot guy this year. Does that mean he gets a job? No. Not automatically. There's, there's, all, there's, all, there's all kinds of new guys. There's plenty of guys out there. They can always find first-year guys. You can always find guys who haven't been head, who haven't been, uh, you know, that are either bench coaches or coaches or minor league managers who have never been major league managers. It's not hard. Plus, you get plenty of guys who will take a shot and work for not a lot of money. But then you get the guys who are going to cost Socia. I don't know what Socia wants to do. Buck. And Buck, you know, it's Buck's show when Buck is involved, so you know that. And Buck's a great baseball man, but, you know, the, the days of Buck, it's hard to see him get another shot because they don't want to run organizations like that anymore. Clearly in baseball, the front office, the general manager, has become the power in baseball. That has happened in a very big way. So the Mets move on. Mickey... Again, I don't think anybody's surprised. I think they I think everyone thought it was at best a 50-50 situation, at best. So I don't think anybody's in the least as stunned. The other news today, of course, Aaron will join us. We don't have the lineup yet, you don't need it. You don't have the roster yet, you don't need it. All you need to know is whether they're taking 12 or 13 pitches, you can cut the roster in 30 seconds. We all know who's in the lineup tomorrow night. Sanchez, LeMayu at first, Torres, Didi, Rochella, Stanton, Gaudi, Judge, and Canacion DH. That's your lineup probably for the whole series, barring an injury or barring somebody really going into a slump. 12 or 13, and then you can cut it from there. You know Romine's on there. You know Mabin's on there. You know, uh, Wade's going to be on there. 12 or 13 pitches. That'll decide whether Voight's on there. I think Voight gets it over Ford, and then it's, uh, that's up to your pitcher. Whether they take their... And CC's not on the roster. CC doesn't need to be on the roster. CC does not have a big role here anymore. He's had a great career. Wonderful career. He's just not a big factor anymore. Now do they one, two, three. They went with Paxson because he's pitched better down the stretch. Maybe a little lefty-righty, but especially because he's pitched better down the stretch. Tanaka gets two. I would have given Tanaka one. But there's two things, and Severino gets three. There's two things you had to think about that you have to think about. Number one, do they use a fourth starter or do they bring Paxson back on short rest if they're down two games to one? And if they do use a fourth starter and there is a game five and they haven't used Paxson, do they use Paxson or Tanaka? I think that would be based solely on who pitched better in games one and two because they'd both be on full rest. So I think that would have no other impact than, exact, than who pitched better in game one or game two. I think that would be the guy. If they, if they went to a fourth starter like half for game four, which they could do, or an opener if they want to do that, 
if they went in that regard, then they could decide because they'd have full rest for both Paxson and Tanaka, and then they could decide on the game five pitcher based on who pitched uh, better. Now, so one and two, it doesn't have as much impact as it has in, in the past for this reason. Number one, Tanaka was not pitching on short rest under any circumstances. Number two, he can still pitch game five now if you want him to. So one and two, we're hearing a lot of one and three. One and three would have altered the playoffs. One and two doesn't change anything. Tanaka could still be the guy getting the extra slot, getting the second slot based on his performance in game one. So it really doesn't have as much impact as it would have. It doesn't have to be the other way. So really, is the only question is, are you going with a fourth starter or would you bring Paxson back on short rest? That would also depend on how many innings Paxson pitches in game one. And how the whole series plays out. But they could still bring Tanaka back on full rest in game five if he pitches really well in game uh, two versus, say, Paxson in game one. They would, as long as they didn't pitch Paxson in game four. And if they did, then they'd bring, for sure, Tanaka back in game five. So the Yankees have set up their one, two, three. We don't have the roster yet, but like we said, it's just the base question of whether they're taking 12 or 13 pitches. Then you can fill the roster in from there. You're not going to see. Maven's going to have a role as the caddy. Wade could have a role as the pinch runner. No one's going to get pinch hit for. And no one's coming out of the lineup barring an injury. You know, I, I shouldn't say. I, I guess if Wade, if Wade were on the, were on the roster and – Urshela went into a slump the first four games. I guess you could see Voight in, in there with, with uh, LeMay moving to third and Voight going to first. You could see possibly that. I mean, that could happen in, in, a, in a pinch if he were in the, on the roster. And that could happen. But for the most part, they feel Urshela is their everyday third baseman now. They feel he's earned that. They feel it's their best defense with LeMay with first and uh, Urshela with third. So that's pretty much where they're going to go. And Maven will be Stanton's caddy. That'll be his job. And, you know, Wade can play defensive outfield, so he's, he's, he's a good fielder. So, and you heard Aaron say in the past he has a lot of faith in him as a, as a fielder. So the Mets are looking for a manager, and the Yankees are looking for a manager to get him a bunch of wins and get him to the World Series. That's what we have here in October. The Mets... We're talking about a whole bunch of guys named Joe. And the Yankees are looking to repeat what a couple of guys named Joe did for them, which was win championships. And I hope Aaron can do the same that Torrey and Girardi did. And that is be a manager for them that could win a championship. The other two did it. There are not a Joe's being mentioned around the Mets now as a manager. We'll see how that works out. Uh, Stu Sternberg, whose Tampa Bay team continues to just absolutely amaze. They have fewer resources than probably any team anywhere, and they continue to win on a high level. They continue to fleece teams. They continue to take team players off the scrap heap. Dono's batting cleanup last night. And just to show you about September and hot pitchers and whether you go with that or what guys do in the postseason. 
Morton's proven he can pitch in the postseason. He didn't have his good stuff last night. He fought it out. He didn't even have his curveball. He could throw for a strike last night, but he battled it for five innings. Eight guys got on base. He got around them, gave one runner and run, used his fastball, didn't have the great curveball, and he's got a great curveball. Couldn't throw his curveball for a strike for his life last night, and he still got through five innings. And the A's put a pitcher on the mound who was as hot in, in September as any pitcher in baseball, and he got pounded, which shows you what that's worth, which is the whole point I made yesterday. Hot players aren't automatically hot in the playoffs. One sometimes has nothing to do with the other. Boone at five, Sternberg at four, you after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.